So nice to have all of you here this 4th of July weekend. Hope you will all be blessed and safe and get to spend some time with family. I'm going to make some announcements that are coming up. First of all, there will be no service here tonight. Today, NAYC's $100 deposit is due. On the 9th, which is next weekend, we're going to take up our Mother's Memorial Offering. So all of you that want to give and all of you who made pledges last fall to give, we will be taking those up. The 9th also next week will be Children's Church Western Day. So if you see a lot of cowboys and cowgirls running around here, they're having Western Day. And also next Sunday will be Youth Sunday. So our youth pastor will be preaching on Sunday night. Then on the 11th is the EXO marriage video series that they're showing. So please sign up. That will be from 6 to 7.30 on the 11th. So please sign up in the foyer. Okay, I need to make sure right now that everybody has a flag. Who does not have a flag. Maybe I should just say, who does not have a flag? And our ushers will make sure that you have one. Raise your hand if you do not have a flag. Okay. Okay, ushers, let's get these flags. Now, <clears throat> what happens here is that there's going to be a special time in this presentation that all of you will be standing and we want all of those flags to be waving and uh, Denise is going to try to take a picture of, of all of it, okay? So Brother Garen has flags. Who else needs flags? Some over here on this side need flags. <clears throat> Aren't we happy this morning to be Americans? In July of 1776, the Congress voted to declare our independence from England. So the Declaration of Independence was written and signed in Philadelphia. Have you ever wondered what happened to the 56 men who signed that Declaration of Independence. Well, five of the signers were captured by the British, declared traitors, and tortured before they died. Twelve of them had their homes ransacked and burned. Two of them lost sons in that Revolutionary War, and another had two sons captured during that war. Nine of the 56 fought and died from wounds received in the war. What kind of men were these that signed that Declaration of Independence? Well, 34 of them were lawyers. 11 of them were wealthy merchants. Nine were very large plantation owners. They were wealthy men that were very well educated. And they signed that Declaration of Independence and pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. And since that time, we have all come to realize that 
freedom is not free. Will you all stand for the national anthem? We're going to wave our flags during this national anthem. in the singing of our national anthem. The anthem will be followed by a flyover of F-16 jets from the 56th Tactical Training Wing at MacDill Air Force Base and will be performed by the Florida Orchestra under the direction of Maestro Yaha Ling and sung by Grammy Award winner Whitney Houston. standing why don't we pray right now for this wonderful country that we have been born into let's say a prayer that God will again bless America can we pray together oh God we thank you that we are privileged to live in this country of freedom 
We pray that you will continue to bless America. Nice, Brother Matt Tuttle. Hopefully a lot of you were able to watch it live stream. But both nights, Brother Matthew Tuttle talked about how important it is to praise and worship. When you do not praise and worship, you are dying. He talked about how important that praise and worship is. I hope that we will always be known as a church that does praise and worship. Folks have misconceptions as to where God lives, information to his whereabouts in his word he clearly gives. He's never mentioned being locked up in a church full of pews. And if you think that's where he dwells, brother, I've got news for you. God's word says he inhabits the praises of his people. God's house is not a church with stained glass windows and a steeple. He doesn't live between the pulpit and the pew of some cathedral. But His Word says He inhabits the praises of His people. Some folks say He inhabits the praises of His people. God's house is not a church with stained glass windows and a steeple. Between the pulpit and the view of some cathedral, but his word says he inhabits the praises of his people. Some folks have misconceptions as to where God lives, information to his whereabouts in his word he clearly gives. He's never mentioned being locked up in a church full of views. And if you think that's where he dwells, brother, I've got news for you. God's word says he inhabits the praises of his people. God's house is not a church with stained glass windows and a steeple. He doesn't live between the pulpit and the view of some cathedral. But his word says he inhabits the praises of his people. And now I hope you understand just where God hangs around. Anywhere that people praise his name, his presence can be found. At home, church, work or play, just driving in your car. You can praise the name of Jesus and he'll be where you God's word says he inhabits the praises of his people. God's house is not a church with stained glass windows and a steeple. He doesn't live between the pulpit and the view of some cathedral. But his word says he inhabits the praises of his people. And now I hope you understand just where God hangs around. 
praise His name, His presence can be found. At home, church, work or play, just driving in your car, you can praise the name of Jesus and He'll be where you are. God's word says He inhabits the praises of His people. God's house is not a church with stained glass windows and he doesn't live between the pulpit and the view of some cathedral, but his word says he inhabits the praises of his people. God's word says he inhabits the praises of his people. Oh yes, can we praise him this morning? type atmosphere with him, his glory, and his presence. He is not ashamed to be called our God because he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Faith begins the activity level of his word through us and faith activates the prayer of the righteous. Those who have faith today, we want to put our shoulder of faith to the wheel and pray for our family across America. And we want to pray for the family of Sister Elamay Bristow and Kathy Johnson, Lee Armstrong, Diana Conrad, Brittany Wise, uh, Caesar Garcia and uh, I would like for us to pray also for our um, president and for the people that are helping to rule this country Sandy Marcina, Martinez is here today and what a joy to have she and her husband here Sharon Crawford our neighbor Sean and kidneys are shutting down in a lot of pain Sister Singh Hood needs a special touch. Don Howell needs a touch. Sister Dickey has a dislocated patella. Heather Osborne had a stroke and needs help with her eyes. Brother and Sister Carnline, very sick, faithful people here years ago in this assembly. Courtney Gorbansky needs a special touch of the Lord. And we want to continue to pray for all of those people that are experiencing deprivation in whatever area, though it be mental, physical, or spiritual. Continue to pray for Sister Connie Iyer as she experiences the touch of the Lord. Would you like to come to this front if you need? Uh, we would like for you to come to the front if you have a special need in your body. And as we stand to plead the blood of Jesus, pray a prayer of faith, and then praise him for listening to us. Those are the three things that he really wants out of us in a prayer setting. Father, we come to you today 
down and feel like God has somehow forgotten that you are faced with circumstances that you can't get through and right now it may seem that there's no way out and you're going under but God's proven time and time again he'll take care of you and he'll do it again he's gonna do it again he'll do it again just take a look and where you are now and where you where you have been has he always come
would like for us to remember that it was the religious leaders that killed the Christ. It is only right that spiritual leaders pray for religious leaders, that somehow there is a conversion from religion to salvation. The difference in religion was it could not give them new life. They enjoyed much. But the Bible said the law came short. But salvation cometh from above, the Father of light, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. And so while we're standing in the edge of American patriotism, America was born out of prayer, fasting. My wife and I visited there many years ago. Acts 2.38 was on the wall of the little wood building made out of, uh, there was a replica, obviously, but it was uh, right there that the religious people saw Acts 2.38 in that setting. And so I want us to pray for a restoration. The Bible said, in the last days, I will restore again. And I believe that this people have a confidence and a faith that we can touch the hem of his garment for virtue, for our workplaces and our preachers across America. Father, we bring the blood of the Messiah. We bring the name that produces miracles, wisdom, knowledge, the application of all truth that makes all people free as they participate in that truth. We pray for every leader. We pray for every preacher. We pray for every evangelist that there be a fresh fire, an anointing in America and across the world. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of the Lamb. I pray the power of the resurrection. And I believe in the absoluteness of your word that makes all men free. In the name of Jesus, could we lift our hearts and our hands and praise him for his everlasting mercy. The ushers are coming right now to receive our offering and we appreciate these dedicated men and ladies that help and across the entirety of our our constituency. Father, I pray that none of this money is wasted. I pray that all of it in some form or another, whether it's missions, whether it's local, whether it's to whoever, I pray that the advantage of your spirit would go with it. In the name of Jesus, bless this people for their giving. If I had hope only in this world below, I'd be 
washed in his blood and I just started living oh I just started living I found me a brand new life he changed my direction and he washed away all of doom Cause I'm not one bit discouraged And I'm not feeling blue Oh yes Cause I've got the spirit I'm not the spirit And it's totally feeling I gave up on power Got no time for doubt I just started living Oh
days are getting bright. I just started living. Oh, and my load is getting lighter. My days are getting brighter. I just started living. Oh, yes. Sister Les, would you let Brother Les hold her up just a minute before she leaves? As Brother Les holds her up, I want to do two things. Number one, he has just uh, been in our community for a while, but has been put into our preservation committee authority and historical presentation commission and uh, then as I saw her come down to the front I could not help but think of the scripture suffer little children coming to me for of such is the kingdom of God and we have a host of parents that are raising children like this but today since she was here I'm using her but we have a ton of young people sitting on the front today in my class wow and they are ob obviously thank you brother Les I'm sorry but what a group of people is rising up without fear or favor of the world they love him and they are walking after him. And we ought to salute that as older people and let them know we respect what they are doing to move forward with this great gospel of worship and praise to the only wise God, to the only immortal God, and forever God. That's it. Thank you. Hallelujah. Let's praise this praise team with a little hand clap. Most of them are already gone, but don't they do a great work? God is forever settled, the Bible said, in heaven and in earth. There is no variableness, neither shadow of turning in that. What was good years ago is good now. If it wasn't good years ago, it's not good now. And so what the called out is what the Bible calls the church those who are called out of the world. 
and not only out of the world, but into Christ Jesus. And so, uh, while I certainly appreciate and understand the realization, we have called it the church. But if, if we don't realize when we say the church that we are talking about the body of Christ, we actually will say, I'm going to church. Well, you are the church. You are going to the house of God. Well, when you say that to yourself, you get sensitive to the idea, I hope he's home. I hope he feels privileged in his house to do for me what I need to be so I can be that light he talks about out there in that dark world of lying and cheating and lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life. We're, we're not here to get a group of people. We are here to become the body of Jesus Christ. When you are a little toe in the body you can actually cause the whole rest of the body to need to sit down for a while. How many of you have ever been the little toe? Don't raise your hand. But every member of the body is great. But the Bible says the weaker member of the body is the more important part of the body. Well, that is huge. So when you feel weak, the Bible says you're strong because when you can sense weakness, that's when you know to get up and start praising him in your spirit. And the weaker members are the more comely members. Wow. So when you feel like you're not important, you can believe the devil's got your number. When you believe it don't make any difference that you're missing, you can believe the enemy's trying to tell you you don't sense your importance. You mean something big as a worshiper, as a dedicated follower, you mean more to people than you ever know. And the devil would like for you to believe a lie and be damned, the Bible said. Well, it don't make any difference if I, I'm there or not. I can tell you that's a lying spirit. It makes all the difference in the world to the angels that are guardians over your life. It makes all the difference in the world to the head, which is Jesus Christ, the head of the body. So we're not just here on this day of freedom. We are here to exercise ourselves unto godliness. There's a difference between holiness and godliness. Godliness is when you have the power to express victory regardless Holiness is when people see Jesus Christ in that godliness and they think, wow, 
those guys are in touch with a big world somewhere, and it's greater than my world because they have great peace. They have great joy. They have great power. Oh, somebody just praise him a little bit. He is in this house today. Oh, Father, praise your name. So hopefully today I can help us to uh, come to a realization of, of your importance. Again, your little toe don't seem important till it's hurting. But you just get a good rich corn on it or a, a hurting point. Oh, my goodness. What's wrong with you? Oh, you cannot believe it. I dropped a hammer on my little toe. It hurts, but every member is important. And so today as we move forward, I hope that on this day of freedom, we understand we're free to realize that we are important. We are free to realize that God has assigned approximately 10,000 angels per person to take notes on your thoughts, on your spiritual liberties and glories. I am going to assure you that your little cell phone is not greater than the one who keeps the sun working. And it can take care. If you call a number, I'm telling you in a few weeks, you're going to get a, a response from somewhere that you don't know. I see seven heads. Uh, how many of you got cell phones? And you're, I mean, you're paying your bill and you're hooked up to them. I mean, it's one thing to have one in a drawer. It's dead. I've seen people that came alive in the Holy Ghost and they put it in a drawer in a home and it's dead. Uh, yeah, I'm preaching. Don't, don't wait and clock me in in a little bit. I am here today because Jesus is coming back for a people that have made themselves ready. I want a crowd ready in Paris, Texas, in Lamar County that can't wait, hallelujah, to join the liberty that is final. Hallelujah. So, uh, did we put in, did y'all get those two little bitty frames and we're just going to work off of those today because it would take three hours for the rest of that lesson. I want us to recognize a nation that truly has blessed us. I think that we ought to thank God for the liberty that we still have yet. Because I promise you the devil never intended for us to get this far. I want us to be appreciative every day for choice in our world. There ought to be something wonderful when we get to thinking about I'm going to the house of God and we still have an American economy or liberty that gives us the freedom to be what we want to be and we're not incarcerated yet. They're trying to close in on us. 
Don't you think there's not a master plan from hell just like there was to crucify the Messiah? There is a master plan going on right now to try to get the church looking outside for greater things than the book says, you shall know me and you shall walk with me, and you shall understand me, and you will work in tandem with me. I'm not here to let the world corrupt my kids and you wonderful people. I am here to raise a standard against it, and that is the Word of God, the blood of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Ghost. We're not just another religious system. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of religion. No, that's not what we're after. I'm looking for salvation. The Bible said Jesus Christ who is our salvation. That's why we are trying to become Jesus with a Pentecostal platform and I thank God for the Pentecostal platform. All right. So if you've ever looked into it and you ever looked at the early days of our leaders in Washington they had prayer meeting before they ever did anything else. They literally prayed and brought the scripture into perspective as they made decisions about how America should be governed and guided by God Almighty. If you remember Brother Darrell Scott that came, one of my close friends who's daughter died in the Columbine High School and we had him over at the family center years and years ago and he showed us that film that was awesome and they had brother Daryl Scott who again was one of the our evangelists years ago and they brought him to uh, uh, Washington and he addressed the house of Congress about God and America so don't think God hasn't got a way to raise up some stuff going on. If it wouldn't have been for COVID, I had an opportunity from a billionaire that him and another friend of mine were connected with that I was supposed to get to start going to a foreign country. The guy was going to build all kind of uh, places, recreation centers, a house and a pool. And the whole concept was that the three of us would go over there and preach Jesus and use the swimming pool to baptize the converts and use the building of recreation to preach to them. So COVID messed up your pastor's plan. But that's all right. If it's in the will of God, it'll happen again. Isn't that a song we sing? It'll happen again. Uh, and I'm here to tell you revival's about to happen again because the powers of hell are trying to squeeze the life, of, I mean good life, out of wives and husbands and marriage and child-parent relationship. I'm here to tell you that the blood of Jesus can cleanse us from all of that. The preaching of the Word, the Bible said, washes away all the doubts and the fears. We better not ever lose a pulpit that preaches Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Ghost unto salvation. 
there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I'm telling you, I'm not looking for another situation. I'm looking for more of the same Jesus. I want more. I want to preach more. I want to preach longer, harder, powerful. I am not here to play games with your grandkids. Some of you got great grandkids. I'm looking at some gray-headed people here. So the church celebrates free. Somebody say free Free. from sin. Thought the battery cut off all of a sudden. Free from sin because sin separates us from God. No matter whether it's a little short or a big short. If they knock the whole telephone pole down or if somebody just cuts the line, I don't want to be separated from the powers of glory, of victory, of overcoming, uh, peace, uh, joy, righteousness, holiness, godliness. Oh, hallelujah. There ought to be something rising up in every one of us saying, let it be so, Jesus. Let it be so, Jesus. Let it be so, Jesus. And every morning when I wake up, I want it to be so. And every evening when I go to bed, I want it to be so. That great peace have they who love the law of the Lord and nothing shall by any means contaminate it. Free to live free of sin and to live in Christ. We are either living in one or the other and it's not hard to weigh in as to whether you're living for Jesus because great peace have they who love his law. All you got to do is, I've been doing a parade through the, the New Testament. All you got to do is see that Paul had more privations than anybody in this assembly. There's not one. And all the while he was in privation, he was writing letters of freedom. Our cell phones ought to be used to glorify Jesus. Never to use it as gossip. Oh, have you heard about so-and-so? I think they're losing their touch with Jesus. Your answer ought to be, have you prayed for them and have you gone to them? In the spirit of meekness and fear, lest you be taken out of the book. What a God we've got. He has never failed to have every bit of the information ready for us to retrieve our loss because of sin and darkness, doubts and fears. He is going to restore again the years that the canker worm, the caterpillar, the locust hath eaten. I have watched Satan eat up the life of many so-called prayer warriors, worshipers, and those who were evangelists in their neighborhood because they, it was, well, somebody didn't do me right, and they didn't come, and it don't look like I can make it. Where is your faith? 
You better find out a prayer place that you can pray your pastor into a place of faith that says, my God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I can ask or think. If you can think a nation needs a revival, you can have it. That's what he's saying. If you think a nation or a city needs an evangelistic church, we can have it. I'm not waiting on somebody else to take my place in this church. I'm not waiting on somebody else to take my place in the prayer room. I'm not waiting on somebody else to take the place in victory for me. I'm not waiting on anybody. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I wish some men would stand up and praise him with a shout of triumph. I'm not going to sit around and let our city die. I'm not going to let our government die. I am going to revive again. The church be a witness Every service, prayer, worship, not just going through the calisthenics. Do that before we get here, but come here so that my brother and my sister don't have to worry about what they may have heard or felt. That all they got to do is look across the congregation and see. I still love him. I still praise him. He's still my God. There's no God like my God. There's no government like my government. There's no wonder like my wonder. There's no wonder like it. There's nothing on TV that can do anything but tantalize your flesh. And when you live after the flesh, that will rob you of the glory of an altar. It'll rob you the glory of a dance for the master. It will rob you. It would be better for you never to have a TV than for you to have one and let it be more instrumental for your life than the Holy Ghost and church services. Is that hard enough? Is anything right about it? A lot of times years ago they'd say, preach it, pastor. Some of you making me wonder today. You say, Pastor, you trying to come down my row? Man, farmers hoe every row. They don't want a partial crop. Hello? Is it late? I said, is it late? Is the sun setting? How long do we have to wonder if spirituality has been been taken over by religious? I thank God for every religious thing that comes that you know how I feel about it. You know how I think about it. I am grateful for any word of God that's ever put across a pulpit anywhere, in a house anywhere, at a restaurant anywhere. Two of the leaders of our city that are strong leaders in our city financially, domestically, and socially, they meet every Thursday and they go through the Word of God reading to each other and they've invited me several times to be a part of that. So I know some of what's happening out yonder. 
I would hate to think that we only get together to watch TV shows and sporting events and other things that tantalize the flesh. I hope to God there's a bunch of y'all getting together and going through the Word of God and saying, this is what our city needs. This is what we need to be praying about. This is what we need to be talking about. This is what we need to be shouting about. The promises to shout about. The pre- the, 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 the in, 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 individual uh, statements are those things that we imbibe into our heart our mind and our spirit and then the bread of life begins to create a structure of power and our heart begins to bleed the glory of the resurrected Messiah and the power of the church becomes so influential well I don't know what they do and I don't know what all is going on over there but what I do know is when I'm in their presence I don't feel like cussing I don't feel like lying I don't feel like all the other lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye. There's something about that group of people that makes me think that they've been with Jesus. That makes me think they've been imbibing themselves in holy power, in the glory of the Messiah. I'm here to tell you today, revival is coming and I don't want us to miss it. I promise you, he said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. And I want to funnel over this entire church that brings to this pulpit and brings to our altars that pouring out. And you can be part of that funnel. From the eldest to the youngest, from the poorest to the richest, part of the funnel where it all comes out. And so when they gathered together, the place where they gathered was shaken. I said the place where they gathered together was shaken as the spirit began to move and the sick were healed and the lame were raised up and the weak became strong and the strong became dynamics. Could we praise him from our heart right now? I cut out about 10 pages so I could do just two. Because as I began to listen to the voice of the Lord for this weekend, coming to what we call Freedom Sunday, somebody say, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The word make simply in the Bible means I will put you in my process, and when I'm finished, you shall come forth as gold. Make is not a pitiful word. Well, mama made me made my bed. Mama made me eat my green beans. Just a little small communication with the group. This ought to be a place of electrifying power. How dare we let it 
go down to I can't wait till it's over. I got bigger, better things to do than to worship God and imbibe into my mind and into my heart, into my hands, into my family, into the things that we're going to talk about this week. We ought to talk about what the preacher preaches on. We ought to talk about the word of God that God gave us during the night or during the morning or during the prayer session. We ought to introduce our kids at a table. Hey, I was reading this in the Bible the other day. And family, I'll tell you what, this is going to help our whole family. And mom, this is going to help us. And mother, I was reading about it in the book of Proverbs. And I saw here where you've been telling me truths that I didn't even realize were in the Bible. That's what you're going to do. Read that book of Proverbs. Read the book of Ecclesiastes. As young people Proverbs is one of the greatest. Mother drove me to that all my life. She said, son, read that book of Proverbs. Read that book of wisdom. Read that book of understanding. Read that book until you can write your life in according to that word. I'm here to tell you that we got, uh, well, what, what did you say Proverbs 31 was all about? Oh, I tell you, you're going to enjoy that one. And what was Proverbs 16? all about you're going to enjoy that one when you actually begin to walk in the light as you are in the light I hear people think man because I talked in tongues because I got the Holy Ghost because I got baptized in Jesus name everything's all right no 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 Jesus said I am the way I am the truth I am the light I am the government I am the satisfaction I am the power of God unto salvation and you call on me in the day of trouble and I will hear you and I will direct your steps and the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and when a good man is ordered by the Lord it's not going to be just pastor crawling across the bench today now we got company brother Les you just got in on this One of my Ken folks called me the other day and said, Past, uh, Uncle Bob, said, I saw you climbing benches at church. I said, keep watching. I'm not that into climbing benches, but I am into getting out of routine. We have gotten so routine, we start looking at our clock as if we got a bigger, bigger thing going than Jesus and a Holy Ghost revival service. We come twice a week to this assembly sometimes and three times hopefully, but sometimes twice and we expect all of heaven to turn around and hell to run off of the, out of our house. Not going to happen until we praise the Lord in our house, until we praise him with a heart, until we praise him with our mind, until we praise him with everything and look at this look at this they're, they're fixing to find somebody else to follow them A little boy there he's, he's, he's not bad you can get him man. that's right that's right lead on man that's what's the problem we gotta we gotta we gotta get through with this thing come, there you go come on oh boy Paul brother Paul go ahead show him you got it there's one of our uh, 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 leaders right here. Get him. Yeah, lands have mercy. We're not into this to play games. No, 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 no. We, we, we got follow the leader going a long time ago. Somebody said we played follow the leader when we was young. 
We didn't think anything about it. It's time to follow the leader. It's time Jesus Christ show up and lead us into the fullness. Lead us into power. Lead us into glory. Lead us into excitement. Lead us into a thrill. Thank you all. Let's give them a hand. It's no fun doing all that stuff. People make fun of you when you do all that stuff. I'm just beyond getting worried about somebody making fun of me. I'm here to tell you I've only got about 20 more years, and I plan to spend every one of those days helping helping our city, helping our church, helping our God, helping our world. Our world needs to hear about the power of the God of glory. Our world needs to hear about the power of the God of victory. Our world needs to hear the God of the power of peace, of joy, and righteousness. Somebody shout the name of Jesus would you with all of your heart Jesus Jesus neither is there salvation in any other that name ought never to be brought down to oh Jesus I can't forget I can't believe I lost my keys Jesus is a bloodline Jesus is about heartbeat Jesus is about creating a mind that is clean never thinking evil so America started off with this kind of government they didn't even have votes until they prayed now they don't even like the God that got this thing started So we can't wait on politicians to give us what we got to have. We've got to have power from on high. Spiritual laws, as opposed to human laws, are very important. The spiritual laws are the two statutes of liberty and that is to love God and love neighbor. Now, I'm fixing to do what your mother or dad tried to do to keep you straight and right. They never were there to hurt your feelings. But how many of us know we got our feelings hurt? Because we thought we were good And they thought we needed good. Okay? So, the two statutes of liberty is love God and love your neighbor. If you don't know the true spiritual distinctive or definition of love, you can't do that. Look in your Bible... And you will see that God so loved the world. You do understand that God is a spirit. No man hath seen God at any time. So don't let it show up in the religious world that has tried to make everything feasible to the human way of thinking. So they make God a person not true the book says God is a spirit so there's a little difference between an invisible God 
and a human being. B-E-A-N. That's the way most people say it. They, they, they don't get the ing in there. We just, we're so quick now, human being. See, God became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld, and catch that little word, only begotten of the Father. So he is identifying to us in St. John 3.16 what love is. Okay? God so loved the world that he gave. So he's starting to share with you the definitive or definition of love. Love gives. See, lust gets. If you can, sneak his wallet out. I think he's got some money in there. The thief cometh but for to kill, steal, and destroy. See, the whole deal is God loves. So what a godly man does, he gives it to him because you found it in the dirt. And you knew that he was going to need it because he may find a date. So you helped strengthen him instead of weaken him. So when we always trying to get it from somebody, we weaken them if they don't have a river of life flowing from the fountain of life. Am I making any sense yet? Because I want you to be able to do what the book said. Rise up against the powers of hell and say, get behind me, Satan. I got a future, and you're never going to get there. I'm on my way to glory land, a place that outshines the sun. I am on my way to heaven, and nobody can get there except they know the name that's above every name, and they've been baptized in the name, and they're filled with the spirit of the name, and they're educated by the word of the name. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no man cometh to the Father, our source. Word Father. You understand that? I mean, you know, you and I had dads a whole lot alike, you know. When they said something, they sort of meant it, you know. I mean, otherwise. <laughs> I see you got the same kind of daddy I had, buddy. Spare the rod, spoil the child is still a truth. And the book said a person, a parent, and I'm going to help the, your parents for right now, but it's going to mainly help you. A parent that does not discipline or chastise their children. Don't love them. You got a lot of love going, don't you? <laughs> and so the Lord leads out. He chasteneth whom he loveth. But we got people going to church houses nowadays. They quit paying their tithes and they quit worshiping and shouting. They quit doing what they are asked to do by the ministry because they got their own idea about this whole show. 
All you got to do is go back and look at that second chapter of Acts and walk your way through Acts 8, walk your way through Acts 10 and 11, walk your way through Acts 19, walk your way through the action, the action of the apostles, the action, and then go read. Read those books. Mother and Daddy, read those books. Paul chastised those churches because they were not given. They were chastised because they were not gathering. They were chastised. Go read that book book you make sure your pastor's in the book it's not a time for us to be trying to have less church services it's time for us to get together the bible said the more as you see the closing darkness on the generation that you're part of if there was ever a time to get to go prayer meeting it ought to be now forget those days that are behind you when you prayed in the altar and you prayed in the service and you stayed to worship and help the atmosphere to become so dynamic that conviction set in and anybody lost would look around and say oh my God I'm missing something and they would run to the altar and say I want what y'all got I want to be part of what you are I want to be in the middle of it Colossians the church at Colossae that the writer says, and you, somebody say, we're dead. I'd hate to think we died on the vine. I'd hate for somebody to come up to me and say, Pastor, you know, you used to preach with some fire, but now it's, it's like you just can't hardly wait. You got those little 15-minute sermons ready, and, and, and you just hurry up and let us get out of there. You no longer corral us and get us together to pray and plead the blood of Jesus and weep and cry over our city. You, you, you just, it's, it's like you don't really care. I don't want to be a preacher that don't care. I care that the word of the Lord is sharper than any two-edged sword, even to the dividing asunder of both body and soul and spirit. It's not a time for us to let this flesh rule us. Hello. I said it's not a time for us to let flesh rule us. We got to get together on this picture. Our children have got to learn. We are not separated. We are just gathering together as a group. No, no, no. We are brothers and sisters in the Lord. We are members of the body of Christ. I feel it when you're hurting. I feel it when you're in victory. I feel it when you're in glory. And then the others feel it when you're in glory. And they feel it. And when they... Get to feeling the blood of Jesus rising through. Would you just stand up and shout hallelujah? Hallelujah! Man, you act like you mean it. You, you want anybody to shout with you? Pick them out. Be brave. No, no, no. Don't, don't Go around and point somebody that you like. There you Man, now you find somebody. That, well, don't sit. Don't be quick to sit down. No, no, no. We're just getting this thing started. We're fixing to have a Holy Ghost breakthrough here. We're the body of Christ. When the body of Christ gets activated, I'm here to tell you, 
that little girl's not going to be running by herself. I'm going to tell you what's going to be happening. Oh, Grandpa's going to get up and say, my God, my kids are not going to outrun me. I'm the one that got them going and I'm going to lead them into power. I'm going to lead them into victory. I'm going to lead them into the chambers of rigid of God Almighty where the wisdom of God is poured out and the glory of God is experienced. See if y'all can pick out somebody that will follow you. I don't know. Most of these people probably don't even like any of the three of you. No, no, well, get him out. He's always willing. That guy's got a willing spirit. Take him around a lap or two. You don't have to run. He's got a heart condition, you know. <laughs> Brother Cody, is there a young man? Brother, Le- Brother Lester, see if you can find somebody over in the cheap seats. I sense of, I'm not talking about playing games. We're having fun doing it. I'm here to tell you it ought to be one of the most exciting things in the world to go to a class act where the glory of God, where the power of God, where the victory of God, where the peace of God. There ought to be somebody all over this building talking in tongues and praying in the Holy Ghost. God, in the Freedom Week, let us experience total freedom, free from the flesh free from the world free, free, free that's it all over the building it's okay hallelujah 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 I'm here to tell you it's going to be greater than a sporting event around here. There's going to be such a revival glory and such a power-filled house that men and women are going to come from other counties and say, I've got to get over to that house. I've got to get over and worship with those people. They're not dead. They are alive. They are a monument. And so we have the Statue of Liberty, and we have an empty cross, which is more important, that we fly a USA flag or we fly the glory, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Here's what it is. I I do better with help. How many of you know what the Bible says about the redeemed? You are a living letter. He uses the term living epistles. But we understand living epistle is the written or unwritten word. You tell those people out yonder what I am like as a pastor. You tell them if I can furnish you joy. You tell them if I furnish you righteousness. You tell them if I furnish you peace. That's kingdom life. If you want to help the real world, show them those three simple things. Of such is the kingdom of God. 
You can tell them you're Pentecostal. You can tell them you talk in tongues. And you tell them you dress like an elephant. I mean, uh, something else. People always look when an elephant's coming. That's the reason I said that. They don't look when a mouse is coming until it starts running up their breeches leg. You represent this pulpit everywhere you go. I am to represent the one who runs the whole show. That's a big deal. And so Paul said, Woe is me if I preach not his gospel, his truth, because then you can't go home and hug your wife and shake your friend's hand and then turn around and hug your brother's hand. I mean, you're going to be busy today. Someday. <laughs> Boy, you're talking about happiness. Both benches came alive on that someday. Look over yonder. Oh, mine, you boys. Look over there on that. Stand up, sweetheart. Throw me a kiss, would you? Oh, my father. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, that's the way it's going to be with you and Jesus. You're going to run into his kingdom. You're going to run the race. You're going to run and fight the fight. You're going to live and enjoy living because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There's nothing out yonder than drugs. There's nothing out yonder in sex. There's nothing out there in lying and cheating and damnation that compares. Obviously, there is something, but nothing compares. He said, if you want to be my disciple, get you a cross. Because from this cross... Is a bloodline of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We got to start singing more about the cross. We got to thinking more about the cross. We've gotten way too far away from the cross. If it's convenient, I'll be at the house of God. If it's convenient, I'll give offerings. If it's convenient, I'll pray for the sick. If it's convenient, I'll take some prayer time and really pour my soul out in travail for our city and for every preacher in our city. If it's convenient. Let me tell you how sensitive this thing gets. Straight from the author of the world and of life. He said, except you take up the cross. You cannot be my disciple. But if any man take up the cross and follows me, I will make him a fisher of men. That's why this 
little red-headed, I mean red-dressed. Got the hair and the dress mixed up, didn't I? Now your face is red. They told her how long she could talk at school on graduation night. But she wasn't about to stop short. She named her pastor. And she named this assembly. I was so elated that you care about where you get your vitamins. You have a shout. Would you mind coming up here and be with me? because it's a slow song now. This altar's open. Even if you've got two minutes that you'd like to come to Calvary. Pray for a daughter, a mother. Let's fill this altar. you've got tears for your neighbors see if you've got tears for your work people y'all may have to crowd in a little closer so others can get here and if you can't come please do not feel bad about it just find a place bring it up here turn it around where they can see the blood get up on the top with me Our prayer life is deepening. Our passion for our city is deepening. We're not going to make fun of anybody. Small or great. We're here to honor the life of the one who gave us our future. Oh, sing it again. On this day of freedom, we declare my flesh is not going to govern me. My neighbors are not going to counsel with my spiritual life. On this day of victory, we're going to walk out of the house of God and give Him a life that means everything to Him. That's it. Pray for your preacher. Pray for the singers. Pray for the Sunday school teachers. Pray for the leaders of our city. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Revive thy works in the midst of the years. 
in wrath make known mercy. Give us an altar in our house to get the cross every morning and put it close to our bed. One more time, would you sing it? Would you pour your soul out for two more minutes? Little is much if God is in it. He hears your heart. Revival is coming to America. I want it to land in Lamar County. I want it to have its reserve in the United Pentecostal Church. Just play it as we just give him one more minute of worship. Don't ask him for anything else. Find something in your life that you can honestly praise him for. He loves praise. He's a jealous God. And he don't want you praise in your car, your house, or anything else more than you praise him. Thank you, Jesus, for this great group of people. For those that could not be here in person, I pray anointing. I pray revival in our community via the people of the name, the people of righteousness, the people of joy, the people of peace. Could we shout just two or three praises before we leave? Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph, the Bible said. God bless you today. Have a great evening with your family, with friends.